last time on Noobs and Dragons, our heroes traverse deeper within the new Arcosia Pharmaceutical Laboratory, only to find a shrine devoted to the Bloodbane family and strange experiments created by a maniac. Welcome back to Noobs and Dragons. Uh, we have just broken camp, and the group is ready in the middle of this hall, surrounded by pews that they drug into the halls as a barricade. And Gotta keep that, that spirit close to us, you know? <laughs> Alistair, can you move all these pews now that I told you we didn't need? <sighs> so you guys slide them aside and... I'm uh, just stretching. I'll let them do it. <laughs> <laughs> you can climb over them. They're just pews. It's yeah. not like they blocked the doorways fully. Pew, pews. <laughs> hey, you. <laughs> anyway, uh, so did you want to head back into the, the uh, chamber with all the beasts and flip that switch? Absolutely. You go in, the animals, you know, start making a racket, you pull the switch, and it makes this horrible, horrible ratcheting sound. All I want to know is, is the goat with wings okay? Roll a d20. <laughs> no, goat! Not goaty! If you kill this goat, I'm going to be so 15. mad. Fifteen. He looks okay. Oh, thank <laughs> God. Thank God. I'm going to go up to the goat, I'm going to go up to the goat, and I'm going to look him, I want to look him straight in the eyes, and, that, and I just want to go, eh? <laughs> I'm gonna go when this is all over. I'm gonna find you a good home. And next sweet love. And, and no, no, no. I look at Jandar and I'm like, shut up. I look at the goat and I go, when this is over, I'm gonna find you. I'm find you a good home. And you know what? You know what I'm gonna name you. Meh. <laughs> Your name's Christopher. Roll it. Oh yeah. No, that's it. A roll animal handling. I don't have that, but Uh-oh. do I get any? Where is that? Where is it even on my sheet? Oh, it's a wisdom. Do I, do I get the plus one to wisdom with yeah, it? Yeah, sure would. Wow, a fifteen. Yeah. And he nods his little goat head and its little vestigial wings that can't carry anything. That's fine. Certainly not himself. That's flat. fine. I look at I look at the group and I say, "This goat's gonna save someone's life one day." Yeah. <laughs> it shakes its head now. <laughs> Alistair, I'm really impressed that you can talk to this goat and influence it. At the same time, it just shit all over the cage. Like, that's impressive. Hey, <laughs> when you're in a cage, you let me know if you shit all over the place, too. Okay? And I walk off <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a fluff of, of <laughs> anger that they would ch- subtle, s- just be mean to this goat who's in a cage. <laughs> I pull my bow out and I th- shoot an arrow into the goat. <laughs> no! No! Do, do you want to? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Are you gonna take down oh, the goat? Oh my god! I don't. Well, I don't. That's a little. <laughs> rot, that's a little rotten. But by all means, you draw your uh, bow. It's distracting our purpose here. Are you gonna go pull the switch? No, you've already done yeah, it. Yeah, you you did pull the switch. Oh, already. okay. I pulled the switch. I'm, yeah. I'm distracted by your goat talk. You're don't hurt the goat. It's not the goat. goat's fault. He's here. All right, fine. We're gonna leave the goat alone for now. Man. For now. Oh my god, I was so scared. <laughs> and you guys walk out the of the room. Yeah, let's uh, let's go through this uh, horrible sounding uh, door. Absolutely. So you loop all the way back. You go through the shrine to the Bloodbane uh, family, uh, and you go back into that central chamber. And sure enough, the giant steel door that had like the two bolts through it that was holding the door shut has now opened, and the door is swung wide. <clears throat> do we see anything? You sure do. You see a giant open doorway. <laughs> Would you like to head in? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Do you want I would to? Like, yep. I'm scared. I would like to move up to the uh, doorway and, and use my dark vision to see if I can 
spot anything. Yeah, uh, your dark vision enter like kind of you know the uh, the range of your dark vision ends, but you can sort of see into the chamber, uh, and it looks like it opens up into a large chamber, maybe about uh, the third, yeah, about thirty forty feet down, and you hear noises. Sounds like 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 uh, uh, it sounds like somebody shuffling around. Should hmm. we sneak in, or do you want to sneak in, or? We can all sneak in. I have. Why do you always say we can all? Because you know something bad's gonna. Okay, I'm just gonna. No, I'm. I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna wait here, and you guys sneak forward, and you tell me if it's okay. I mean, let's go, Jandar. All right. So the two of you go forward. Uh, are I'm you waiting giving, at the door? Uh, a trickster's blessing to anybody? Yeah, to Jandar. All right. Well, I figure. But, you yeah. Know, and then I'm gonna roll with guidance. Absolutely. So what did you get? A nine. Ooh. See, that's why it's the guidance. The guidance 18. is a curse. <laughs> so the two of you creep down the the hallway, and I uh, and you uh, get to the end of this like you know hall, and the hallway itself is quite a bit larger than the others. It's instead of uh, like you know me being like maybe ten feet around this hallway, it's about twenty feet, almost as if something larger could get through it. And you get into the lab, and you see. Uh, two large tables uh, with, s- it looks like somebody's laying on them. Maybe they're strapped to them. It's hard to say. There's a lot of uh, shelving units around the room. There's a few other tables off to the side. And there's a hunched over kobold who's sort of busying himself at one of the tables. And he sort of stops as you guys get to the end edge of the chamber and he slowly turns. And he has grayish scales. But as he turns... He, it's a little weird. A lot of the kobolds are real small and tiny. He's kind of got a gut. He's a little on the chunkier side. He's a little, like, kind of chubby he's for a porty. kobold. Yeah, he's a little portly. Uh, and so he has, but what's especially odd about him is it looks like some of the parts of him aren't from him. Like, there's, like, different scaled creatures are stitched into him. And as he turns and looks at you guys, one of his eyes is yellow, and it's small, and it's, like, the size of a kobold's eye. The other looks like it's the size, like, a larger creature's eye. It's this giant, bulbous green eye, and it's sort of, like, almost, like, sticks out of his skull a bit. Almost like it wasn't meant to fit there. And he stops and turns and looks at you, and he's wearing this, like, white, dirty coat with, like, some smatterings of blood on it. And he smirks. He goes, well, hello. (laughs) He says, welcome to my laboratory. Oh, God. So our stealth didn't work is what you're saying. He seemed to notice you guys. Mm, Great, great. Um, You, uh, 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 down the hall, Alistair, hear a voice, but it's a little hard to make out from where you're at. It sounds like they're talking to somebody. Did you want to catch up with them? I I I just want to creep slowly. Uh-huh. That What'd you get? is 15. 15. Uh, you creep down the hall, and sure enough, uh, you, you feel like you were pretty quiet, but it looks like this this creature, this guy, this kobold, that I, as I described to them, is looking in your guys' direction. He sees you, too. He says, so what brings you to the new Arcosia Pharmaceutical Laboratory? I, I don't even know what to say to this guy. <laughs> I say we uh, let's tell him why we're here. 
Go ahead. This is uh, this is this is the mission you wanted to do, Alistair. Why don't you? Uh, uh, hi, Alistair. Alistair, you're the best with words. <laughs> Why don't you talk to him? I look at Jandar and just, I just put my hand on his shoulder. And go, you're right, I am. <laughs> hey, wh- what's your name? My name is Professor Von Dracovich. Oh, Professor of what? Oh, of many things. I know so much of this world. He says, I was once the head researcher at Worm King Citadel. Where's that? Oh, on another continent. Oh. It, it was destroyed. But, but that's not important. What is important is why you're here. What brings oh, well, I'd, you? I'd love to just learn more about you. You know, we could talk and learn about your backs, you know, where you've been, who you met, and oh, well, what kind of things you've done. If, if you Wait, do, you want, do you want to sit down and have a drink? I, I would love to. Okay, let's go ahead and roll persuasion. <laughs> this was a mistake. I have mm-hmm. a 15. And he smiles real big. He goes, yes, I, I have many things to drink. He says, sit down and I'll be back. Okay, and great. He, and he hobbles himself over to the, the shelving unit and he pulls out some like chemicals and he goes to one of the tables. And as he does so, he talks to you guys. He says, it's wonderful to meet so many intelligent people who want to know more about Professor Vatrakovich. He says, I was employed by the Bloodbane family for my Genius. Oh, really? Yes. What kind of genius? Well, you see, uh, they they like their dragon kind, but they don't like things that are not dragon. Yes, so, I've heard that. So I make things dragon. <laughs> really? That's exciting. Says, How yes. do you do it? Oh, it's very hard to explain, but but I use many ancient formulas and chemicals. Ancient secrets that oh. aren't meant to be known. How did you learn them? Oh, well, I studied. Oh. Did you go to, like, a college or, like, a school or... I went to a college once. And, he like, one of the, like, vials he's holding kind of starts to crack as he clenches on it. He goes, but they threw me out. They shouldn't have thrown me out. I know more than all of them put together. You know, yeah, usually people who... uh meet someone who knows more than them, they get afraid of that person. They don't want to do anything with them. Jealousy. That's you, true. You, I completely understand. Yes. It's They're jealous. Jealousy. They're all jealous of me, it's, but they won't be for long. They won't, you know, and that's what you do is you go out, you become better than them, and you show them who you really are. Yes, that is the plan. That is the Just, plan. You know you're not my first guests. I had another not too long ago. Oh, yes. I think we met him recently in Narquelian. Oh, you met the whelp, did you? Uh, yeah, he looked like he was in some rough shape. Oh, that's weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, he looks at you kind of funny. He says, what did this whelp look like? I don't remember what he... Okay, <laughs> Make an intelligence check. Okay. See how <laughs> much you remember. I remember you... some of it. Somewhere on uh, my screen. That's not going to be good for me. That's three. Yeah, I don't get any bonus. Well, yeah, no. Uh, well, you, it's you don't remember at yeah, all. I don't. Did I, you want to chime in, Jandar? Yeah, I kind of looked to my allies for some help. <laughs> uh, I'm looking at my notes here, and I'm realizing I take terrible notes. Yeah, me too. <laughs> don't you remember what the guy looked? Like? I would like to make an intelligence check with guidance. Yeah, <laughs> so I'll allow it. Please. Uh huh. Seventeen. Okay. Uh, Seventeen. You uh, you know his name was Judal Bloodbane, uh, and he was part draconic uh, with blue scales. 
Okay. You want to let the him now? Yeah. Uh, Professor Von Drakovich? He Absolutely. looks at you. He looks at you funny. He goes, no, that one is unfamiliar. Uh, that was not the whelp who visited me. Oh, okay. This gentleman that we spoke with, he made it seem like um, that he was here when this place was more public or more proper running. Oh, maybe he was one of the previous... Uh, Tenants. Tenants, yes. 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 Uh, but it's it's very sad that he's he's in pain, you say, right? Well, he's having a hard time with his transition. Ah, yes. And he's he's looking for some relief or expediency, I guess you would say. I, I have just the ticket. I can help him with that. It, it's, it's a formula I have a little deeper in the lab. And he smiles. He goes... Oh, but we'll get to see my new experiment while we go by. Oh, and, and can you give me a teaser? Oh, yes. That that whelp I mentioned yes. who visited me, he he offered me uh, a, a shard of the Black Pyramid. I don't know. I'm not sure what that... Do I, can I well, wanna... I'm not surprised you don't know. That's not many people that are as smart as me. Feel free to roll arcana on what a shard of the Black Pyramid is. Is it, would this have anything to do with history as well, or no? Uh, in this case, it's a, a magical, it's a magical thing, thing. So yeah, okay. uh, but I tell you what, uh, feel free to make a history check instead of Arcana if you want. Okay, that would be better for me. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be sixteen. With a sixteen, you've heard legends of shards of the Black Pyramid. You know, uh, you don't know a ton of details on them, but apparently they're objects that grant desires and wishes and grant power at the expense oh, of your sanity. This was, and I think to myself, this is what we saw in the head of the the twins. Yes, this is that. Okay, and then Lucidia it like it like it like dawns on me, and my eyes open, and I'm like. Oh, that shard. Yes. Oh. That whelp from the Galaxy Render family. Oh, oh but but I know. He wanted me to go mad. I didn't use it on myself, though. You know, I put it in my newest experiment. Yeah, we came across somebody who, who had one of those actually recently. Oh, maybe that miserable whelp from the Galaxy Render family has been passing them out like candy. I guess how many, how many do you think they have of that thing? Oh, I've heard legends that there are many, as many as there are stars in the sky. <laughs> mm. and well, and someone as smart as you should know, like what kind of weaknesses or things around there. That way, you can prepare for them and and kind of overcome those kinds of things. You can't touch them. The moment you touch them, their whispers come to you, and you need more. That's why I didn't touch it myself, but I put it in my experiment. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. Yes. Which. Would you like to see it? Well, before you do that, because uh, yes. can you kind of like, is it a, well, I see you're in a large room here. Is it a big person, a big creature that you have behind that door? Oh, you'll see. Okay. But first, you asked for tea, right? Well, I wanted to, yeah, some tea would be great. He turns around <laughs> and pours a few of the, like, the, the, this weird, like, chemicals he's mixed into three different glasses, or four, I'm sorry. And he slides them across a table towards you guys, and he takes one in his hand himself. They seem to be a uh, uh, an odd colored liquid. Uh, in his case, it's a uh, black colored liquid. And then the other uh, ones are, uh, uh, let's see here, roll a few dice. Uh, it looks like one is the color uh, green, and then two are the color red. Hmm. Was there one that's similar in a, in a blue shade to this that you gave to that other guy? 
Oh, I don't remember if I gave it to him myself, but I do have relief for him in the lab. It's it's beyond that door. And he points to the other side of the room, and it's another one of those giant steel doors, but it doesn't seem to have those giant bolts going through it that like block it off. It looks like you can just push it open. Do I, before I drink anything, mm-hmm. do I notice, like, is there other people in the room, or is it just him? Oh, well, there's two bodies slapped to those there's tables. There's two slapped to the tables. What? Are they moaning or anything? Yeah, are they aware? They're not. They don't seem to be moving if they are alive. Uh, They seem to be kobolds. Kobolds. Gentlemen, he offered us a drink. This is very rude asking all these questions. And I grab the green drink and I chug it. Of course you would take the green (laughs) drink. I tell you what, go ahead and uh, make me a constitution saving throw. (laughs) Oh, God damn it, Tilly. Four. Man. Tastes like apple. <laughs> uh, um, what's delicious? The, there was a green, another green one. No, two, red two, two more red, two red ones. Okay, we're gonna, we're gonna I'm just going to pick it up and one. smell it first. Uh, roll perception. That would be. Sorry, I'm I'm doing some math. Sixteen. Sixteen. Uh, it smells. Uh, you grab the red one. I guess that's the only one left. Yeah, yeah. Right? You grab one of the red ones. I. Uh, you smell and it smells like fire. Okay, You're, it's a little weird. It smells like a campfire. Oh, did you make? Did you come up with this recipe yourself? <laughs> Granny's recipe. Granny, this is like something passed out in your family. He, yeah, sure. Oh, okay. What is? What is it? You asked for a drink. I got you a drink. Yeah, no, if I, you're I'm thirsty, feel free to drink. I, I am. I'm just very sensitive to caffeine. I just want to make sure that it's a, you know, what's in it, so I can best make sure that you know. I don't want to look like a fool in your home. I'm tired of this. What the uh, I'm caffeine. T- I'm tired of this. Uh, of this banter. And I grab the other red drink and slam it. Oh, oh make a constitution saving throw. God, these people around me are idiots. <laughs> <laughs> I say that to myself in my head. Oh, okay. Natural 20, baby. <laughs> it wow. tastes like strawberry. Woo! <coughs> I like strawberry. Do I see anything happening to either of them since they've slammed it? No. I'm just going to sip. They're delicious. I'm going to sip it. I'm, I'm going to savor this. I'm just going to sip it a little bit. Sure. Make a constitution saving throw. Dear Lord. Natural 20. Tastes like cherry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nice. You did a really good job flavoring these. Professor, uh, uh, right flavor, of course. Mm. That's yes, delicious. And he takes a sip of his own drink. What's yours? What flavor? Flavor? Can I smell it? That's weird. I just want to make sure that we don't. I want to. You make these really good drinks. I kind of want to get an idea of what your repertoire is. He sets the drink down in front of you and sort of like puts his hand up, like he's sort of grossed out by you. And he looks to you. He goes, "So, would you like to see the experiment?" Jan. Oh no, he. You didn't say. Uh, you didn't introduce yourself. So I'm, never mind. He doesn't know your name, Jandar. I guess. I guess we should introduce ourselves, right? No. <laughs> My name is Mo, and I point to Jandar. His name is Larry, <laughs> and then I point to Tilly, and I say, "And your name is Curly." That's right. But her hair's not curly. That's the point. It's not curly. That's the point. It's a joke. She can never get it curly, oh. no matter how hard she tries. <laughs> it's a great joke That's funny. between us. That's very funny. You yes. you three seem very inseparable. 
Would you guys like to see what's in the next lamp? Real quick, before we go in there, because I, I know, would, because <laughs> Curly is very into it. Um, just real quick, if um, the person that we were talking about before is having a hard time with the transition, yes, what kind of things did they have to go through, and is that what's going on with the two people around us on these tables? He sort of looks at you funny for a second, and then looks down at the tables. He goes, oh, "Where are my manners? I I had guests before." Uh, you guys that I didn't realize. And he unstraps one of the bodies and sort of rolls it off the table. And he goes, just a moment and I'll get the other one out of here as well. Okay, can I can I just like huddle up with our team? While he's yeah, is he, he's like unlatching the other body and it's limp and it just rolls off the table. Okay, we're going to get in like a quick huddle. What the fuck? Why did you guys slam those drinks? Man, why not, man? Because you're, you're just in there gabbing. I was thirsty. You told me to talk to him. Oh, yeah, I didn't think you were going to talk his ears off. Wait, that's the point of when you talk to people that no, are the crazy. point was to find the blue liquid. I know. Get it and get out of here. Dear God, you guys are fucking crazy. Alright, so we just break the huddle. Yeah, and you guys dart aside and he turns around to see you guys. He goes, oh, but you probably want that formula for your friend that's in pain. Just real, yeah, I don't want to forget it. Absolutely. He says, come, it's in the net past the next laboratory. And he hobbles himself over to the giant steel doors. He goes, you know, I haven't checked in on the experiment in some time, but I'm very excited to see what it's going to be like. You know, from what you've been saying, I'm very excited as well. I'm almost too excited. Can you go get the uh, the medicine for our friend and just bring it back? Roll persuasion. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to go over well. Um... <laughs> Ah, that would be an A-10. And he looks at you funny for a second. He goes, no, it's much quicker if you just come with me. Let's go. We'll check in on the experiment, and we'll move on to the next lab. It's not a big deal, I assure you. Well, can we just stay? We'll hang out here at the door. You go run in and check on him, and then... If you'd like to try to convince him, you now have disadvantage because he's under the impression that it's a much better idea you guys join him. I'm going with them, and I move up next to the professor. <laughs> doors open. Oh the uh, giant steel doors open, and uh, and the professor starts hobbling down the hall uh, with Tilly in tow. And he's got like a peg leg, or he's just hobbling. Oh, it's uh, you don't think the his right leg is his own leg? You think it's maybe somebody else's leg? But it's sort of hard to tell under the white robe. As, as we're hobbling, can I ask him what kind of improvements he's done to himself? He says, oh, I had an accident uh, some years ago. I I had a giant metal door fall on me. Ooh, but in any event, I, uh, I, I, I crawled myself out of the wreckage. That takes a lot of strength. It, well, it, it wasn't my own strength. It was from formulas I drank. But that's neither here nor there. He says, so I crawled myself out, and I needed to make emergency uh, operations. Some repairs, yeah. Yes, yes. See, a brain like mine must be saved for as long as possible. No, you're absolutely right. And I put my hand on his shoulder like, you know, I'm sure you're doing great work here. Yes, I, I am. I'm doing God's work. No, the blood pains work. And he smiles real big, and he creeps to the hall, and you guys sort of enter into this chamber, and it's just pitch black. But what's weird is you, you even you two with dark vision, you don't see anything. It's just empty blackness. I, I stay right by the door. And uh, Professor Von Drakovich, 
says, oh, I had wards put up so that nobody could spy my secrets. I didn't want that brat from the Galaxy Render family to know what I did with his shard. I, I couldn't let that happen. No. So let me remove this. And he kind of puts his hand near the door and a little like red symbol appears. And Can I take note of that? Like like focus on what he's doing just in case. Yeah, it looks like he he casted a magical spell in the room. Oh, okay. And he's just at he's deactivating it's it. It's not like a trap. Well, so he's okay. deactivated the darkness spell, gotcha. and it vanishes. And in the center of the chamber is this giant pile of scales and flesh and wings. And in the center of it is this shiny black crystal. And it looks like it it's for a moment it's in the head of a dragon. And then the dragon head turns into a puddle, and then it forms back into the shape of a wing, and it's a shard in this wing. And then it turns back into this puddle, and Professor Von Dracovich looks in the room, and he sort of cranks his head, and he goes, oh, that doesn't, it wasn't according to my calculations. And the thing lets out this horrible roar from like a dozen points of its body as teeth gnash together, and it's this weird melted dragon. Everyone roll initiative. Including Professor Von Dracovich. <laughs> oh, God. 19. Oh, I got a one. Oh, come on. Ooh, is that number three? Yes. <clears throat> two. Two? It's number two. Oh. No. no. Oh. oh, you got one as well? No, I got 10. No, I got, yeah, this is my third that's one. That's his third one. Yep. I missed one? Yes. Yeah. Oh, you must have. Yeah, yeah, that's number three. Great job. Thanks. Uh, Tilly got a 10. I'm tied with Jandar now, right? No. I only have one. I thought you had two. Mm. One. Or three. I one. don't know. Okay. I have one. I rolled one, but it was with... Uh, oh, the ad- with the advantage. Yeah. I throw the 19. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, yeah, I heard you. Nin- uh, 19. <laughs> 19. No, that's great. Uh, oh, 12. I have 12. Sorry. I didn't add my bonus. Oh, uh, that's wonderful. That means you're actually going uh, in front of this thing. Oh, actually, sorry. I rolled a uh, 25. What? I'm pretty sure you're still going. <laughs> 24, 24, 24. Make up your mind. I rolled a 34, 7. All right, that's it. All of you shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, Jandar, the, this creature in the center of the room, which is maybe about like 20 feet by 20 feet, roars, and you're the first to sort of react. Even the professor is sort of like flabbergasted at this thing, and it seems to be rebelling against him. What would you like to do? Hmm. I'm still at the doorway, right? You sure are. Well, see you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> um, you everyone shits their pants. Uh, no, I don't want to run. Um, whew, boy. <sighs> yeah, so... So you you believe, from what you've told me, this is actually just a dragon that is now being manipulated by the stone? It doesn't You're look- not sure. It, it, it seems like it's draconic. Like, it looks like there's dragon parts in this weird puddle of flesh. But you have no idea. Like, this shard did something real nasty to this thing. Okie dokie. I, uh, I'm <laughs> going to cast Hunter's Mark. On the creature, pull the bow out and launch an arrow. Absolutely. Not much else you should do. <laughs> nope. Okay, cool. Let's just do this. Yeah. Uh huh. 17. It hits. It's a big target. It doesn't look like it. I mean, it has sort of armor. Scales are coming in and out of its body, but you hit. 
Okay. Um, so, that's good. Eight. Did you hunters? You did hunters, Margo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, arrow sticks into it and it like lets out this weird like like roar. But the, where the arrow hit, it like sort of like like the arrow sticks into the body, like just slides into the goop, and it makes this weird like creepy whistly sound, like almost as if like gas is escaping out of its wound. That's weird. Fantastic. With my bonus, yeah. uh, move. I... I thought your. Oh, you mean your move action? Or yeah, with my move action. Uh-huh. So where, where, how, like the rest of the party right now, where are they to me? I'm at the doorway still. Yeah, they didn't really go much further into the doorway. They're maybe about five feet in front of you tops. It's the uh, uh, Tilly, Alistair, and Professor Von Drakovich, like five feet in front of you. And then uh, about maybe uh, about 10, 15 feet into the chamber is this giant pile of goop. And then the outer rim of the chamber seems to be safe from it. So far. I'm going to stay right where I'm at right now. Absolutely. Tilly, it is now your turn. In the celestial speak, I say, holy experiment, (laughs) and I cast Guiding Bolt at the creature. Absolutely. Go right ahead. 15. Yep. 15. 19. 19. Even better. It lands true. The, The blast of holy energy slams into the thing. And go ahead and roll damage. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. 20. Jeez. Nice. How many dice do you get with that thing? The level 2 spell, so I get Cast it at a higher level, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's big damage. Uh, yeah, Blast of Energy hits it. It starts letting off a faint glow. The next ally who hits it is going to have advantage. Because that's Guiding Bolt. Oh. I was like, float, <laughs> I floated up in the air a little bit. No, like, no, 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 no. Tilly, no, floated no. I just look at her and say, "Let the singing, let yeah. me handle the singing." <laughs> Tilly, you've been watching too many puppet shows in the city, okay? So, the uh, Professor von Drakovich sort of like clutches this at his head, and he goes, "No, I need to protect my precious brain," and he darts around the corner of the room, and with like odd speed, like. Like almost like Dr. Robotnik in like a Sonic game where he's like <laughs> way chubbier and way faster than he should be somehow, just darts around the room and he's almost like on the other side of the room. The creature. Oh, everyone roll a D20 for me to see who uh, he uh, the creature targets. Tell me what you got. 15. 13. Tilly. Eight. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Professor Von Drakovich got a nine. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the this shambling mound of flesh sort of like lurches forward and it's just like sort of like turns in on itself and this giant like tendril of uh, flesh comes out teeth appear at the end of it it gnashes and then dives towards uh, Tilly Jeez. and gets a whopping uh, 8 verse AC I have a 17 Another tendril of flesh pops out, gets a 15 and misses you, and another tendril of flesh pops out of that one in this weird, like, almost like bolt of, like, flesh and teeth, and then the final one does nail you. That's weird. Yeah. 
You take five damage from this thing as it snaps into you, uh, rends shut, and then the like the trail of flesh sort of juts back into its body, and then like just sort of caves in on itself, and like wings pop out, and then sp- like you know splash back into the flesh. Alistair, it's your turn. Um, can I shout to the professor and be like, "What are we doing? Like, what can we do here to stop it?" You yell, and all you hear from him is, my brain, my brain, my brain, oh, in the distance. He's way too scared to be of any help. Is he running out out of the room? Is there, like, a door or anything? It does seem, like, there does seem like the lab continues deeper in. He did mention that after the experiment, there was another lab deeper in. It looks like he's rushing off. Okay. And... What you doing, Alistair? Um... I want to cast Hold Person on the Professor. <laughs> What's the range on uh, that? Let's see how far he's gone. It is 60 feet. He is actually just beyond he? it. He, uh, he it. double moved. Uh, uh, he did a run action. So, so yeah. I'd have to move closer to him to do it. Yeah, you could do that. You'd have to move past this thing, no, but you could. No, I, I can't risk that right now. All right, so then I'm just going to I'm gonna cast... Um, I'm going to use chromatic orb on it. Absolutely. What element are you choosing? I'm going to use a... Let's go with cold. Cold, absolutely. Go ahead and uh, use uh, chromatic orb. Spell attack. That's not good. It is a nine. Uh, A giant, like... Like claw of flesh comes out, catches the chromatic orb, it just splinters into nothing, and then the arm sort of like falls back in and almost like a like a a shark or a whale like jumping what? into the water. Hear me out. Jump catches it and then falls back into the flesh and splashes. Like a legitimate like shark or whale pops out. No, no, like the arm, this oh, god arm I thought, I jumps thought out meant... as if it was a shark and catches okay. it and falls in. I thought you meant like a legitimately like <laughs> no. shark or a whale. I'm like, what? So confused. Okay, I'm done. Okay. Uh Jindar, it's your turn. I'm so Okay, well, I'm going to uh, pull another arrow out and shoot at the target. Absolutely. It's now been damaged, of course, so you get your Colossal Slayer. Colossus Slayer, whatever it is. Oh, wait. Oh, never mind. Too late now, buddy. I. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Good news, I rolled a one. (laughs) Is that number two? That's number two. Number two. What I was going to say was he get Guiding Bolt. Oh, you should have had advantage. advantage. So I should have had advantage. So, but if I didn't get it, uh, I tell you what, Jandar, we're gonna uh, because, because your, yeah, because uh, your friend remembered the guiding bolt. Go ahead and roll again, and I really hope you get another one. I know you do, but I didn't. That would be sorry. A, uh, Twenty-two. You you almost like stick your finger through one of the arrows as you're grabbing it. Realize that you, you know, it's crazy to do that. You grab one that isn't an arrowhead at the top. Then, you know, you grab it by the, the back of the arrow and you launch and hit. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Sorry, Craig. Twelve. Another arrow shoots through it. And uh, and it lets out another like weird like gas like gassy blast out of it. 
chili. <laughs> <laughs> it's your turn. I don't even know if we're doing anything with this thing. <laughs> Nobody does. I mean, it, it's it's letting out roars as you fight, you know, and do damage. You know, it seems like it's it feels pain. It's also just making this weird, gargly, nasty sound as it goes, so it's a little hard to tell. I use my turn to use full movement speed to go after the professor. Absolutely. So you are making a run action then. Correct. You can then move 50 feet. You dart around the chamber of the room. You're about uh, about ten fi- about fifteen feet behind the professor. Pass. Pass. I mean, you did your okay. That was my move. <laughs> Everybody, including Professor Von Drakovich, go ahead and roll me a d twenty. Oh, thank the Lord. And what'd you get, uh, uh, there, uh, Alistair? Three. <laughs> Anyone get lower than a three? Nope, I got, I got nine. a nineteen. Uh, wow. Winner, 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 chicken dinner. <laughs> the this weird abomination lurches forward, and the the puddle of flesh, like just sort of like slides underneath you, underneath your feet, Ooh. and one row of teeth appears beside you. And another row of oh teeth God, appears beside you, and they go to just slam shut on you. Dear Lord, and what's your AC? Uh, Fifteen. You dart aside from one of them. Uh, the teeth slam into you uh, from the other side, and it its other like row of teeth goes to just slam you shut like a coffin, and you wrench your arm out just in time. Oh my God! You do take uh, uh, six damage. Oh. Thank God. As, you know, your arm sort of splits, you know, and uh, starts bleeding a bit. Uh, But you get away from this weird gnashing teeth of this thing. Jesus Christ. And Professor Von Drakovich continues to run. He loops around the uh, chamber, and he starts heading down the hallway, uh, likely to his other laboratory. Uh, So he's now, uh, he moves 60 feet, so he's now uh, about 85 feet away from you there, Tilly. This little chubby guy's got some speed to him. Alistair, it's your turn. Is the creature in my melee range? He's within melee range now, yep. All right, then I want to use one of my bardic inspirations to do a a defensive blade flourish flourish, and attack it with both of my weapons. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Rapier hits for 24. Uh Uh-huh. And the short sword? Oh, no. And the short sword hits for um, a eight. The short sword does not hit. Yeah, <laughs> with it does not hit for eight. But the rapier does strike true. So that's that's terrible. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Wait, why did I roll this? I didn't need that. Uh, I needed this one because my bardic inspiration. Yeah, there you go. There we go. So that is eight damage. Eight damage? The, I, uh, you the you slam the rapier into the uh, this weird draconic monstrosity, and just like with his arrows, as you pull your blade out from doing piercing damage, the weird gas sort of like sprays out. Hmm. Is it stinky? <laughs> <laughs> Roll perception. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's a natural twenty. It smells like poison. Oh, okay. Well, Chandar, it's your turn. 
Great. Um, you know, I'm gonna stay in the doorway, pull another arrow, and launch it. Absolutely. Not a one. It's not a one. <laughs> it's, a, uh, it's a fourteen. A fourteen. You hit. Yeah. Now I um, my colossal is only for the one turn, right? Or, oh no, or, it's like, uh, yeah, it's, it's turn after turn. turn. It's yeah, yeah. once a, uh, t- applied once per turn. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yep. Roll that damage. What do you got? Nineteen. Nice. nice. That's a fair amount of damage. I. So you launch another arrow, it strikes true, and the thing lets out another giant gurgly roar. Tilly, it's your turn. Uh, with your current speed uh, and the fact that the professor has a uh, head start on you, it's he's outpacing you. What would you like to do? How far am I away <clears throat> to the hallway that he like went down, started to go down? Oh, uh, if you, he's uh, into the hallway at this point. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, he just got to the hall. You'd be about 15 feet away from the uh, the hall. And if I make an attack, I have to half my speed, correct? Yep, you would be at your 25. All right, I'm going 25 feet closer, and then I am casting Guiding Bolt. You're about 25 feet away from the uh, the hall to the next lab, and go ahead and launch a Guiding Bolt. He's launching a Guiding Bolt at what? I would imagine. Oh, the, yeah. Are you, the Draconic. The Draconic uh, monster, not monster. the Professor. Okay, thank okay. God. Well, you wouldn't have had line of sight on <laughs> yeah. the professor anyway, so. So that is 18. It's a hit. Give me that damage. It's a million dice you're rolling. 15. All right. You launch another guiding bolt into the thing, and holy energy sears it, and it lets out that roar. Uh, but because it's not piercing damage, no gas comes out. Uh, otherwise, I... I Tilly, is there anything else you wanted to do? Nope. All right. Uh... Down the the hall, uh, Tilly, you hear, my brain, my brain, in the distance as as his voice echoes as he's still freaking out, clutching his head running. Uh, The beast sort of like, like gurgles and stops in the center, and then three dragon heads sprout out from the the body connected to these like this trail of flesh and each one sort of like comes up close to you guys like right into your faces jandar go ahead and make me a dexterity saving throw <clears throat> all of you are going to make dex saving throws and we're just going to go one at a time though feel free to roll but just keep, okay. keep the number 13 uh, you go to jump aside, and as you're jumping, it feels like time sort of slows for a moment. And you see its mouth open, and you see green bubbling forth from, like, down its throat. And it's, it's like, everything sort of, like, your perception sort of slows for a moment. And in Elvish, you hear a voice come from inside the dragon's mouth. And it says, maybe if you were stronger, they'd both be alive. And then acid clips your side as you sort of barrel roll. Uh, instead of taking, uh, instead of taking, it would be uh, sixteen damage. You're only taking eight because you succeeded on the uh, saving throw, and that's poison oh. damage. 
only. Uh-huh. Uh, what did you get there, uh, uh, Alistair? I got a 14. 14, once again, you, you like, uh, just like uh, Jandar, you see uh, from inside of the, the, like, down its throat is this green bubbling liquid that starts spraying out, and you start to dodge, and it, as just as soon as it opens its mouth, you hear in common, and it says, do you think they suffered in the fire? And then you get clipped for the eight damage. Tilly. 17. Much like before, you see green <laughs> bubbling from down the throat of this creature as it's like sort of, and like to, for you it's even creepier because it's like the long fleshy tendril that leads to you is like 15, 20 feet longer than theirs. And in Gnomish, a voice sort of bubbles out and it says, I wonder where daddy is. And then acid, or I'm sorry, poison splats into you and you take the eight damage. Which would have been way more. It's now Alistair's turn. Oh, my lord. Yep. I want to cast... Oh, d- do I have advantage then? Uh, you would, hit, yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Guiding Bolt, yep. Sweet. So something with a spell attack or a regular attack would be great. Okay, let's do a... Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm trying to... Question: With these things that were whispered to us, did the other people hear it? Nope, only you guys heard it. Okay. Yep, it was whispered to you, and in your own languages. Though you guys probably also share a few languages, but that's neither here nor there. What Um, you doing there? I I want to cast uh, Thunder Wave at second level. Absolutely, it's a Constitution saving throw. Constitution saving throw. The number I have to hit is twelve. You would have to hit. I'm sorry, my spell save DC, which is 8 plus proficiency and charisma, which is 12. Yes, sorry. It's okay. Uh, I'm sorry. It fails. Oh, it fails. Mm-hmm. So it so at second level, it takes an additional D8. Yep, so you're going to so roll... 3 D8. Yeah. That's awesome. 1, 2, 3. And how much damage? That was 12. And then it is thunder damage, right? Uh, it is thunder damage and push 10 feet away. You think if this was like a regular creature, it would push away and a giant like wave from your thunder wave like ripples across the flesh, but it just sort of folds in on itself and just sort of jiggles a bit, but doesn't really move away from you. Okay. Chendar, it is your turn. What would you like to do? So. The head, do these dragon heads like move back, or are they? Still, yep, they okay. uh, they spit their poison out and then like l- like went back into the the body and sort of like this weird like boop, like sl- like sloppy sound. Ew. As the thing moves, it sort of like jiggles and it's like it makes this gross real wet, wet noise. Jello. I grab another <laughs> arrow. I prepare to shoot, and I and I'm going to yell out. What are you and what do you know of my family? And launch. Sixteen. It's a hit. Does he have advantage then? Because mine was just a saving throw. I uh, oh yeah, uh, yours was a saving throw, so you technically have advantage. You can you've hit, but you can roll again and see if you get a natural twenty. Nope. Ah, no. darn. That's what I was hoping for. <laughs> what are you gonna do? 
20. You launch an arrow in, it strikes it like smack dab in the center, and the flesh sort of like stretches out a bit and then sort of like collapses in on itself into this like weird orb uh, of like dragon scales and like dragon wings. It has like more wings than a normal dragon should, and like teeth and fangs and claws. And a head sort of like rolls out from the top and sort of looks at you, Jandar, and it smiles. And then it splashes to the ground, and it's just sort of like spreads itself real thin. And there's just this shiny black crystal in the middle of this puddle. The puddle just sort of keeps oozing out and spreading, and it has this nasty, rancid smell that fills the air. And it doesn't seem like it's moving anymore. Is this is it dead, you guys? Is it? We'll look at them and like, did we kill it? All I'm gonna, all I say is don't touch the crystal. God no. Do I notice? Do I see any like buckets or anything or any like boxes nearby? I roll a d twenty. Thirteen. Yeah, yeah. There are uh, uh, off to the side. There are a few crates. Uh, you don't necessarily see a bucket, but you do see some boxes. I, I'm gonna put the crate on it. Just like over it. Just over it. Yep. You put the crate over it. And nothing seems okay. to happen. No, that, that's fine. I just want to bump into it. I'm going to uh, advance to, uh, to Tilly. Uh-huh. I'm going to run up to Jandar, though, and grab him and be like, dude, what was, what, are you okay? You s- shouted something about your family. Did you hear something from this thing? It didn't talk to you? No, I heard, it talked to me. What did it say to you? It asked me, a, it, it said something about my, my uh, like a fire. It knew about me. That's weird. I don't know, but we need to find a doctor. Okay, yeah, let's get to this doctor. Tilly, heal us, please. <laughs> Tilly. For the love of God, dude. Tilly, uh, your friends uh, come up to you, and uh, they 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 look pretty banged up. <clears throat> All right, I'm gonna cast prayer healing. Ooh, what's what's that do? It um. Allows me to regain hit points equal to two d8 plus my spell casting abilities. And how many people can benefit from that? Up to six. Ooh. Jeez. So we roll two d8. Oh, uh, Tilly's oh, gonna run rolled, it, and that it. number will go to everybody. Okay. Oh wow. Twelve healing. Nice. Thank you. To so, everyone. so you guys take a moment. You peel up. I. And what would you like to do now? Are we going to run in? Yeah, we need, yeah. To, get, we need to, to catch up to them as fast as we can. Yep. Absolutely. You guys just want to run? Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. You guys dart down the hall, and you uh, spy a laboratory. It does look like the professor was right. And you see the professor's body lying on the ground against the wall. It's almost like he's just like just head first into a wall. I'm going to slowly walk up to it. You walk up to it, and it looks like his head is like in the wall, maybe. It's really weird. You, It's just sort of his shoulders are pressed against the wall, and it's like his head isn't there. Can I tap him on the back? You tap him on the back, and he's slightly warm to the touch, but he doesn't move. Do I see his head anywhere? <laughs> you want to inspect the body? Uh, yeah, I want to find his head because it's bothering me that there's no head. You pull the body aside, and it looks like his head is gone. He's just bleeding out from the top of his like body. And 
you look at where his like body was, and it looks like there's a small hole where his like head was, and you see what looks to be a, a like a, a slot, and it's just a smattering of blood, and you kind of peek in, and it looks like there was. It's like the uh, on the other side of this wall is you see light trickling through, and it looks like it's maybe like a well or like the the like a deep cave uh, or deep hole, I should say. But his head isn't there. I'm concerned, guys, because as he was running, he kept saying, "My brain, my brain," and he was already kind of. Fees together from different stuff. So maybe his did he dump there? this body? Do I? Is there like a was it a guillotine that like cut his head off? Ooh, what? roll investigation with uh, with advantage. Okay, uh, you said investigation. Yep. So yeah, that's just a fifteen. You sort of thought of the idea yourself, and sure enough, it looks like there's a a small. Uh, like switch on the ground and when you press it a blade comes smashing down and then ratchets back up and it looks like sure enough he stuck his head in the hole and hit the lever and he chopped his own head off do i see any blood trails or anything anywhere you absolutely do uh when you peek into that hole uh you sure enough see blood that's pooled up like on the ground and it looks like maybe there was something there that pulled him up somehow because you see up this hole are these uh, uh, bars along the uh, edge of the small hole. Well, long hole likely, but at least small around. Excuse me. And uh, uh, sure enough, yeah, it looks like something or someone carried his head out of here. I'd like to investigate the rest of the room. I'm looking for blue liquid. I'm going to shout in the hole. You shout, and it, if anyone is there, they don't respond. Right. Uh, so you see, it looks like this is like the, the personal lab and bedroom of Professor Von Drakovich. I uh, tell you what, go ahead, and all three of you can make me... Well, actually, you were investigating the hole. So Tilly and Jandar, make me investigation checks. Guidance on Jandar. Ooh. And I'm just going, hello, hello, hello. Now I'm a new here. Guidance gives me the four? Uh, D4, yep. D4, yep. okay. Uh, what'd you get, Jandar? Uh, let's see here. Guidance that would be curse. an awesome six. Uh, you uh, take a, you start looking through the uh, vials, and sure enough, you you see a few different vials that are colored blue. I take them all. You take them all. That works. There are three of them. I uh, otherwise, Tilly, what did you get for investigation? An eleven. Yeah, it's easy enough to spot uh, near his like cot, his like you know bed. Uh, you see a chest. Uh, do you want to open it up? Absolutely. You take a peek inside, and you find I uh, uh, looks like uh, two hundred and twenty gold in gems. You find five plus one arrows. Mm. They can only be used once. But they are the equivalent of like a plus one weapon. So they do a plus one to attack and damage when you use them. But they are, once they're used, they're gone. The magic's, you know, no longer there. And you also find a bag. You take a peek in the bag. And there doesn't seem to be anything inside of it. uh, But it's a little odd because it seems a little bigger on the inside than it should. You want to investigate the item? Does anyone have identify? Um, I have identify and detect magic. Yeah. Do you want to cast identify as a uh, ritual? Yes. I want to. So I pull my head out and I'm like, 
of the hole or whatever. Like, I didn't find anything. <laughs> Just a lot of blood. <laughs> it's weird in here. What did you guys find? I tell Alistair, hey, I found this bag. Can you investigate it for me? I give the five arrows to Jandar saying I found these. And I also let them know that I found the 220 golden gems and that if they're cool, I'll hold on to it as like a community bank. Yeah, that's fine with me. I grab the bag and I cast identify. Absolutely. Uh, ritual it looks like it is a bag of holding. <gasps> you have now a bag of holding, uh, which is a magical item that allows you to put pretty much, at least the way I use it, is uh, anything that you can fit inside a hole that's, I don't know, maybe uh, like 10 inches around. around. Uh, it just auto goes into the bag and it's like almost an endless amount of space. You can't put living things inside of it, though. Um, I, I, I tell... I tell the guys this, or the, the, my team this, and I look around for something really long, and I just want to show them what it does. Absolutely, uh, you grab, uh, uh, you grab like a, uh, uh, there's like a, like a, a sheet that went around the cot. Uh, it's almost like a, almost like a shower curtain rod or something. Okay, and you slide into the bag, and sure enough, it like whoop, whoop. drops into the hole, and it just keeps going, and it keeps going, <laughs> and it even though the pole vanishes into the whole bag. Bag still, and I turn the bag rank. upside down, and I go look. And you can, you want to shake it out? I just want to shake it. Does it fall out? No, it doesn't. I'm be like, look. You then it's gone. You, and then I think, and then I want to go in and pull it out. Yeah, you reach in and you think about grabbing out the the, the like this weird like giant rod, yep. and you pull it out, pull it out, pull it out, pull it out, and sure enough, it clatters to the ground, and yeah. and then I go ta da, and I shake my hands. And I shake my head. <laughs> and then I, Tilly, Tilly, take your bag back. <laughs> no, I'm taking this thing. I knew what it was. You didn't even know what it was. Uh, for the record, uh, gold is heavy. It's not easy to carry around, so the more and more you get and the more treasure you find, you'll likely want it in the bag of holding. Oh. All right. I mean, Tilly somebody here. else can hold, can it. hold I just, on to it. Yeah, I just want to let you know that. So I, I take the bag of holding and apply all of the gold into it. Absolutely. That you, that you found, yeah. Um, and with my back turned, I also slip the nightmare idol into the bag as well. Oh, last you left the nightmare idol, it was uh, left in a pew, wasn't it? Yeah, it but it no, is no, because... in your bag. Yep. Damn it! Tilly went to bed with it, and she doesn't know. But that's okay. Um, uh, mm-hmm. Am I able to cast detect magic in here to see if I sense anything like? Oh yeah, Magical, yeah. Uh, uh, just because of the weirdness. Even of the head Tilly, and stuff. Uh, Tilly, if you want as well, you can cast uh, as uh, ritual detect magic. I know you have that. Yep. Uh, so you both begin the the casting of detect magic. Jander, it's it's about like you know ten eleven minutes before they finish it. Is there anything you wanted to do in the meantime, or do you just sort of want to wait around? Uh, what else did we see in this room? Uh, there's a uh, this giant shelving unit of all these different chemicals. You grabbed anything that was the color blue, but aside from that, there there's a lot of other stuff in here. And then the hole that um, Alistair was investigating, is there like a doorway too, or is it just a hole? It looks like it's just this hole that was only hedged, like enough to fit your head through. So there's no way into that. From at least this room, there's no way into that like catacomb. Not without applying force. Can Tilly fit through that hole? Uh, no, no, she wouldn't be able to. Huh. What if I forced her? What if I like squeezed her in there? 
and yeah. then hit the button. I yeah, I mean, you know, I mean if you're for you can force you can try and force anything you'd like. Uh so as far as that goes, if you wanna try to smash down the wall <laughs> or if you wanna, you know, try to figure out and triangulate where this might be so you can go there above ground, you're more than welcome to. Yeah, I, I I mean I'm gonna try to figure out if there's another entrance to that to that uh cavern or whatever. Sure. You uh go ahead and you make... said there was light shining into it. Uh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Go ahead and make an investigate check, uh, and we'll see if there's any trap doors from this side. Otherwise you would have to explore from above ground. Okay. And uh, we got a 18. 18. Uh, it looks like, uh, sure enough, on uh, one of the, the sides of the walls, you see uh, a panel that like, looks like it was sort of blended into the wall. And you can pull it, you flip a switch, and sure enough, it does look like it opens up a, a small size hole that you, can, you could squeeze through or Tilly could walk through fine. It looks like it uh, like it takes a few moments to like lat like load up this door. Uh, so you think maybe it had gone way too slow for the professor for his liking, and he wanted to get out of here fast. Right, I'm gonna go through. Sure, you squeeze through, and sure enough, there's uh, these like uh, metal rods that have been stuck into this like dirt wall that shoots up to the surface. You want to head up? Anything else in that in that room? Puddle of blood on the ground and not much else. It's just it's maybe a five foot by five foot like hole in the ground. It looks like maybe uh the the uh it was like a well maybe at some point or something. It's a little hard to tell. All right, I'll head up. Yeah, you go up the the ladder and you reach the surface and it sure enough it looks like there's like a, a puddle of blood and then it looks like uh, whatever happened up here uh the blood was contained somehow whether it was stop the bleeding was stopped or there was no more blood to be bled and then it's there's nothing else around uh, you see in the distance the new arcosia lab it looks like this is a like a, a well that was way behind it like in the uh like maybe about uh uh maybe like a quarter mile away and it's just a puddle of blood. There's not like a direct, a dri- like a direction of blood, and then it stops. Nope. It looks like it. Uh, the the head somehow was brought up to surface, and then the bleeding either stopped or the bleeding was contained, and then whoever it is went off somewhere. Hmm. Do you want to make a survival check to see if you can find tracks? Yeah. Absolutely. I believe you have advantage because you're in a forest. Correct. Go right ahead. Natural 20. With a natural 20, uh, you can tell that from a tiny, tiny footprint on the ground that whoever it was that had the head took off into the air. You can tell by the, the footprints in the ground, them like either they jumped real, real far or they took off into the air from like the way they've like, like laid their weight out and then hopped. You don't know if anyone else could have ever known that, but you do. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh I call I call for the other two to to follow come up um the way I did. Absolutely. Uh you hear Jandar shout down as you guys are finishing the ritual. Uh the both of you have, you know, uh uh you know, casted your spell and you now can detect magical auras around. Uh you sense a lot of different auras coming from the shelf, the shelving unit that has all those different uh like alchemical ingredients and then otherwise uh you sense something else from underneath the crate 
in the giant chamber is this horrifying magical energy from the shard of the Black Pyramid. Mm -hmm. What would the two of you like to do? Did you want to try and take the shard with you? Um, I want to look at the shelf first. Absolutely. Uh, it looks like, uh, I, I mean, without a lot of arcane knowledge, you don't know exactly what they do, uh, but you know that a lot of these uh, uh, potions here uh, have a lot of magical ingredients within them. Is there any red ones? Oh, sure. It, it, all the colors of a chromatic dragon are here. Uh, black, white, red, blue, green. How many are there on the shelf itself? Oh, there's like maybe uh, the shelving unit probably has about uh, five to ten vials per shelf, and there's like four shelves, so there's probably about 40 vials in here should of we... different weird alchemical ingredients. I looked at Tilly and like, should we find a box and take all these? Put them in the bag? Put them in the bag? Yeah. You gotta put them in the bag of holding? Oh, yeah, I'm down. Can we find like a box to put them in and put them, put the... The box and the box wouldn't likely fit into the bag of no, holding. No, so you we'd would have, have to, to put individual. Each one. That, like, I guess logistics wise, they're not gonna like spill in the nope. bag. In the bag of holding, no. Everything is its own. It's not like gonna smash together or anything. Oh, okay. Then I guess we'll put them in the bag. You now have in your group bank, your bag of holding, uh, forty vials of alchemical ingredients. Um, okay. And then, is there any like tongs or? Ooh. Devices that I can use to grab something without using my hands. Roll a d20 with advantage because if there's any place in this world where Tong should be, it's in this guy's lab. Yeah. So roll two d20s and let me know the highest number. 19. Absolutely. There are Tongs. It's a really nice pair. <sighs> Tilly, do you want me to do you want me to take this thing in the other room? Should we? You have my book oh, still, right? I'm carrying the book already. Okay. I yelled out, Alistair, also, don't forget to grab the, the crystal. And I also have this funky nightmare idol that's haunting me. Oh, that thing. Yeah. I thought you just really liked it. Um, so carrying this shard sounds like something that, why not? Yeah. Why, why not? We, we we'll might just, as well, we'll create, add, the, we'll just, we'll create add it to the weight yeah. of, of the trio. Tilly. Yeah. Well, you have your two, the two creepy ones in your bag. This will be in the, in the bag of holding. Wait, you're going to put it? In the bag of holding? You're not there right now, Jandar. <laughs> so we're going to put this in the bag of holding, right? Uh-huh. Correct. Okay, good. Um, so me and Tilly, we go up to it, and I use the tongs. Absolutely. Like, Now, are you putting it the shard in something else before you put it in the bag or not? Absolutely we are. Okay. Oh, what are you doing? What are Tilly you Tilly stops in me before. A blanket <laughs> that a blanket. I have you in my backpack. Don't touch this thing. Don't touch it. Just yeah. Don't do you touch just want to roll? You want to put it in the blanket and then roll it up? Yes. No. 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 I stopped Tilly. Put the blanket on the ground. I'm gonna place the thing in it, and we're gonna just gonna use the tongs to like fold around it. Whatever can't you touch want, Alistair. The crazy professor said, "Oh, I know. Uh, we shouldn't touch it, so we shouldn't touch it." Okay, Tilly. So you're gonna do that, uh, Alistair? In, in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Yes. Make me a dex check. Dear Lord. Son of a bitch. Seven. And you take the shard. And you put it in the middle of the blanket, and then you use the tongs and sort of roll it yeah, over, yeah. and you pack it together, and you squeeze it into the bag of holding, and the shard of the Black Pyramid is contained. And you guys, you want to leave the new Arcosia Pharmaceuticals? I, I want to look around this room first that we found the creature in, because we didn't really look around. It's just this giant chamber that contained this thing. Oh, okay. It wasn't anything uh, else. I mean, you see chains on the ground. It looks like whatever was holding this thing was a solid form at some point. Oh, I can't tell at all what it was 
uh, beforehand. It just is just the goo. Something dragony. You have no clue. Okay. It was draconic in some way. Uh, the professor said that it was beyond his his parameters. Would you guys like to just flee the scene at this point? Yeah, I guess, yes. I guess let's just go back up to where Jandar yeah. is. And you guys get to the ladder, and the three of you climb up the ladder, and you guys get to the top, and it's now you guys are all together. Is there anything you'd like to ask? Yeah, you said three of you up the ladder. I was already up, wasn't I? You only saw the two of them going up. Oh, oh, did I see someone else walk up the ladder? Tilly, you and Alistair stop at the top of the 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 ladder and you look around the like the well. You and Jander is already up here, but you could have sworn you heard someone on the ladder behind you, but nobody seems to be there. Do do I notice Tilly looking back? Yeah, the... you you both are sort of looking around. Alistair, did you hear that? You didn't. Did you no, hear No, I heard it. No, you didn't. Please tell me you didn't. I heard it. Did you read the book? And that's where we're going to go ahead and pause today's session. News and Dragons. 